Checking your emails and taking your calls. Ignorant and uninformed. We're going to yeah, do one. Let's, go, man. let's, let's build the bank. Yes. One. Flap that, flap that pancake. <laughs> I don't know. I'm slap sorry. that pancake. You heard it. Slap that sweaty stack of pancakes. Oh, God uh, damn it. Did you this... assume my breakfast suit choice? <laughs> How dare you assume my gender based on my breakfast? My je- my breakfast identifies I'm waffles. As... Well, I d- it's it's really stupid how Republicans are now like usurping that and and making it like another let's go Brandon thing situation where they're like, "Hi, I'm Ted Cruz and my pronouns are kiss my ass," you know, and it's just like first of all that doesn't even make sense. I Second of all, people. yeah. My my prone and a lot of them, everyone else has started doing it too. They're all like, like in you know state races and things like that. The conservative, hi, my name is whoever, and my pronouns are patriot and freedom. And it's like, what? <laughs> Those aren't even no, pronouns. But from a tactic, okay, I yes, no, I don't agree with it, but tactically, it's a great. It move. stirs up their base. Well, oh, and it's yeah, taking yeah. it's taking something that the base doesn't like and making it theirs. Right, like yeah, it is just like let's re- go. Brandon. It is a reclamation of power in a way. Um, no, it's like the whole dark Brandon memes, man. I love yeah. it. Dark Brandon, yeah. I don't know dark Brandon. I mean, there have been memes the past years where it's like the Republican folks have like red eyes and shit. Oh yeah, and so now people have applied that. So like when oh. Biden is an asshole. They love it and make his eyes red. Dark Brandon is here. So they've co-opted it. It's the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. What do we do? We're white people. We steal things. We steal the creative cultures and bits. Damn right. Because we can't come up with our own shit. (laughs) (laughs) No? Got nothing? Well, I was going to go somewhere else, but I was like, that's a little dark, too. I mean, let's let's get dark on this episode of Ignorant Underfoot. We haven't even started yet. But we have. The best kind of start, man. Well, I was was thinking back to this. There's a a Robin Williams interview where, uh, you know, he was was talking to some late night host. I forget who it was specifically. It might have been Jimmy Fallon. How high was he on cocaine? It didn't seem terribly high on cocaine. Okay, cool. Proceed. Fallon was drunk Uh, as fuck. Probably. And he, but he was talking about how, like, you know, comedy in other, uh, you know, parts of the world, and like, you know, it's it's just it's always received a little differently. Like, you know, UK humor is zany and sort of like weird to us Americans. It doesn't have the same like, you know, thing. And then he was like, I was in Germany one time, and they were like, you know, what you do is like so, you know, we we have funny. So Germans are funny as well. And he's like, he's like, mm, no, you're not really. He's like, well, why, why wouldn't the Germans be funny? And he said, well, you sort of killed all the funny people. <laughs> Something like that. He was recounting this story. Sure. And he's like, but it was just, it made me, made me laugh. Yeah. Hey, I too laughed at the Holocaust. <laughs> yeah. I too. I yeah. laugh at the Holocaust. Yes. Yes. Hey, guys... everybody. Welcome back to Ignorant's <laughs> <laughs> favorite podcast. We're coming to you live. I thought that was the best way to introduce the show. <laughs> I, great. Inextricably linked to my intro. You're doing great. Um, and uh, we are your uh, we are your hosts. This is your podcast where we take your topics, turn them into thirty minutes. We're ignorant. We're uninformed. We're probably terribly offensive. 
But I am joined, as always, by our well-meaning hosts, Mr. Jeff Watson. Yeah, let's burn it all down. And Mr. Max Sarakistan Sarak. I just think it's cool that you guys think the Holocaust happened. It's very progressive of you. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It is, you know, I'm pretty liberal when it comes to stuff like that. I, I, I tend to, uh, I'll believe anything that Alex Jones says. So, <laughs> woof. Uh, <laughs> and I am, and I am Ben Hollywood Whitmore, and that is uh, ha- heavy sarcasm font being thrown around in this chat today. Um, but this is your podcast. We're going to open up our salad bowl of topics. We're going to get a topic. Hopefully, it's not about the Holocaust. Um, I. Mm. Yeah, I would agree. Conspiracy theories in general. (laughs) Sorry. I gotta go. Just go. I gotta go. No, man, you're recording. You can't go. Alternate history. Uh, It doesn't doesn't go well when you're not here because then Jeff and I have to spill the space and we don't have your broad palate and shoulders, Ben. Well, you're just lucky I like hearing myself talk. I mean, we all are. Who else needs to hear what I'm... Are there other people on this podcast? I just thought I was talking to myself. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I appreciate getting to spend time with my two buddies. Uh, even over the internet is 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 delightful. Mm-hmm. A, a bright moment in my dreary office day. <laughs> Max, you're shaking that thing around like it owes you money. He's tossing that fucking cell. Well, I mean, I just uh, it's that kind of that kind of day, man. Oh, well, we haven't Max's even talked to him yeah. about. Yeah, no, it's cool, how, man. Max, how do you get in the salad bowl? I uh, <laughs> um. I don't. I, I don't know. Besides being a piece I, of crudite, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, Be, roughage. Roughage helps. Roughage. Um. Um. Sorry. Uh. Yes. You. This is a listener-supported topic. Uh. Podcast that we do. We have been doing for over a decade, which is wild, but also very, very true. And we need your help. And thank you for all the folks who have helped already. Thank you to our saints and to everyone out there who can rock an ignorant and uninformed t-shirt. And if you would like to be one of those people, you can be. It is super simple. All you have to do is send us uh, topics. That's it. There's a lot of ways you can do it. You can email us ignorant and uninformed at gmail.com. You can click the submit a topic button on the navigation bar if you are visiting our website. If you like the social medias, uh, Facebook, become a friend of the show, message the show that way. Uh, Instagram, at Iganon, Twitter, the same, at Iganon. And then your topic will get put into this salad spinner and jostled around and then pulled out and spoken about. And then you'll get a T-shirt. And if you keep doing it, we will call you Saint. Hooray. Heck yeah. <laughs> Interesting. And speaking of saints, uh, Saint Jay would like to know, which is more fascinating, astronomy or meteorology? Astrology or meteorology? No, no, no. no. Astrology? Yes. Or meteorology? Well, Mm -hmm. I'm not much into music, so metronomy is not what I'm about. Uh, Metronomy, is that a thing? He said astronomy or Yes, we're talking hard sciences. We're talking hard sciences, either of the universe and the stars and the galaxy or of the weather systems of this planet and possibly others. I like non-Newtonian fluid sciences. Okay. Uh, Such as? A little soft, but hard if you hit them too fast. Mm. I can't think of a good one right now. Yeah, I don't get that joke. It was too heady for me. It was too sciencey. It was too sciencey. 
I'm not smart enough to get your jokes, yeah. Ben. A non-Newtonian fluid, like uh, like like it's it's solid when you with the cornstarch and water. I yeah, mean, so you like, hit it. So it's like goopy and it's yeah. solid, but it's also like if you go slow, you got to just go slow. And I don't know. I was trying to think of like you said hard science, and I thought soft science, science. and then I was like sure. non-Newtonian science. Oh, sure, got you. No, keep explaining it. Yeah, I think it'll only get funnier. It keeps really. getting funnier the more you... the more I think about <laughs> it, the more I'm like, you know what? I was spot on with that one. I I, I really don't know why nobody else got it. it didn't it see, landed like like a Corsair? Hey, <laughs> wow, good pull. Um, I uh, I feel like they're both fascinating for different way. Like those pictures from the web telescope, like. Those the things, web the pillars of creation, those are the fresh pictures. Those those things, I saw those yesterday. Yeah, like, Holy man. Holy shit, box. It's astounding to like, man. It's like able. watching, yeah. It's it's like having been watching. All I was gonna say was it's like having been watching everything on Betamax, like VHS tape, and then suddenly getting like a 4K blu-ray disc on a like, scrambled 80 inch yeah. yeah like it's like whoa i didn't even know that existed in that quality like, we're just yeah going from like conventional to hd like yeah it's crazy um or like when those those t- when the L- led tvs started getting like the 440 refresh rate and like just the 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 smoothness of the act of like someone moving across it was weird it was like disconcerting you know what i'm talking about like oh yeah no i've definitely been at friends house like my tv's old as shit um but i have been to people's houses where like whatever setting on their new tv makes it look like makes things look more fake yeah it's like weird like the yeah because it's because the refresh rate is so fast that it like it's smooth. Mm-hmm. It like it's like Smoothies gradient smoothing. smoothing. Yeah, it's Always like turn really. Off. Yeah, turn that shit off. What's the setting? Motion, motion smoothing. smoothing. It has motion to do with the refresh rate of your TV. Of it like, makes it look like a soap opera. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, it does. Because a lot of things aren't made for that refresh. They're not filmed for Correct. that fast of a refresh rate on your yeah. on your LED screen imaging. Look, man, if I wanted to watch a telenovela, I would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, mm. uh, yeah, I mean, but like between just like the immensity of astronomy and like what we are learning is, I like, get to me, that's equally as fascinating as the like chaos of like weather systems and these patterns that like we've gotten good at predicting in a way, like we've obviously we've gotten better. But like mm-hmm. we're not nearly. But there's also room to improve, right? Like just the way that like a tornado can sweep through a neighborhood and some houses are affected, but others aren't. Like, yeah, we can, you know, pretty much pinpoint like the county where something's going to touch down with enough time, you know, in mm-hmm. a right situation. But like we don't know like what houses are going to be spared or yeah. like those fluctuations and like those. Yeah, I don't know bits of that pattern. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Those are actually the two science classes I took in college. Oh, go on. They're interesting for different reasons. I mean, astronomy is cool. Like you're saying, we see cool stuff, but you must choose one. 
meteorology touches our lives every day. So there's always you can witness weather. that in person, and it's that's interesting for a different reason. Yeah, there's I do. always stars. Yeah, I didn't think I didn't even think about like proximity as mm-hmm. a lens to like. Yeah. But no, it does make sense. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ben? Spent ben. a lot lot of time watching Jim Cantori on the Weather Channel in class. Good did, stuff. Did you really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still, tr- I'm still debating amongst myself. I'm like, do I like... I mean, having grown up in Florida, I was very used to watching the Weather Channel and seeing the uh you know like the hurricane reporters and stuff and i very much still enjoy those things like i like watching the you know the 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 storms come in like obviously sometimes it's tragic like what happened most recently with hurricane ian but you know but it's it's it is all awesome in the original version of you know the the original term meaning of the word to to see the power that that weather and nature and our planet holds you know and to see those to see those things is is pretty pretty wild um but also like i imagine you know seeing a star go supernova is also pretty uh makes one introspective on their relative size and uh insignificance to the grand scheme of the universe I was going to say, yeah, so like I was going to kind of say a similar thing in that, you know, like we are witness and beholden like the power of nature, right? When we see this weather and like uh, we can be in awe and in terror of the, these things that are so much bigger and so much grander and so much more powerful than we are. Um, and then like there's like a whole scale of like magnitude that is greater than that that is Mm -hmm. like oh and then there's the universe and like all this cosmology that is happening hundreds of thousands of light years away and it's like it and so there's it's yeah mind-blowing in a completely different way Mm -hmm. well yeah when you think about i mean i'm kind of jumping but if if the earth was uh, I mean, like tiny, it'd be as smooth as a marble. That's how little our mountains and shit matter, which kind of blew me away to think about. Yeah. Oh, interesting. If you if you shrunk down the earth to like the size of a, if you shrunk down the earth to the size of a cue ball, like a, it would feel smoother than the cue ball itself. It would, it would feel like, because we have at the deepest point in our, in our uh, world, the Marianas Trench is like six miles below sea level or something like that. And 16 miles, I can't remember. But, and then, you know, the highest point, uh, uh, the longest distance from the center of the earth to the highest point is not Mount Everest, actually, but uh, uh, is Mount, is, I forget, but, I forgot what it was, but it's, that's a few miles. Like, right. It's like, it's, it's not, it's, you know, somewhere around the like 3.1 miles or something like that. And so if you had that, it would feel like a wet, it would feel like a wet 
marble. Yeah, it would it would feel smooth. I could have a little bit of like a little bit of water on it. It feel a slimy, but a moist marble. Yeah, yeah, it'd be hmm. like a moist marble. Hmm. If, even at like the size of a cue ball, you wouldn't. It would feel smoother than a cue ball. Well, I think that's one of the things that's so cool again about like both of these systems, right? Like, uh, and both of these sciences is that like, there's a cool blend of chaos and order that is inherent, I think in both of them, Mm -hmm. because like, you know, like, so those pictures that came out from the web telescope, those, that finger, the pillars of creation or whatever, um, right? Like the only reason we get to see that and those look awesome is because we are at the right distance to observe it, right? Like, if you were, if we, were we closer, were we in the midst of that cloud, it would just look like a cacophony of particles or something like it wouldn't, um, you know, the chaos would be more apparent. Um, and similarly, like you talked about, you know, zooming out or condensing the earth into like the size of a marble, like similarly, like from that space, you know, from a, a certain point of view for far enough away, like coastlines, right. Look smooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, like standing on a coastline, you see it yeah. as anything but smooth. And so just the, the, how, like where you're standing and how much you break it down or how much you zoom out, like determines how much quote unquote chaos or order you perceive in it. Mm-hmm. And I think like media like the same is true with weather also, like you can, we can make these pattern, you know, there are patterns, there's climate, um, but there's also weather. I like it. I'm I'm looking at the pillars of creation photos and I'm just marveling. Yeah, no. I they're... choose astronomy. Okay. Fair. Cool. Just because of the increase the the magnitude of scale from like weather on our own planet. Again, proximal proximity certainly weighs into that decision as well, but yeah, well, and but we're also just talking about like it. It gives meteorology a leg up, I would say. Like, I, I still think overall, I'm going to pick astronomy, but like w- when weighing those factors, proximity is a big boost for meteorology. I can experience weather. I can only observe yeah. astronomy and the location of planets, and sure. I, t- until Star Trek happens, and I can go there. Sure. I mean, one is really cool to look at and study, and another is more useful. Mm-hmm. Certainly more tactile, so more more experiential. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one one has grand implications, perhaps for like the esoteric questions and and beliefs, maybe, and like, and the other has like thunderstorm go. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Do I need my raincoat? <laughs> sure. I mean, uh, we know it's going to snow in a couple of days. We know this. Oof. Oh, is it? Yes. Yeah. We have like today, and tomorrow, and then, yeah, it's supposed to get cold over the weekend. And then, mm. yes. It's going to snow. I mean, we need some sort of moisture to fall. I feel like it has it has not rained in a minute. minute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that'll a be A cosmic good. minute. You know, mm. a blink of an eye. In the grand scheme of things. But How still. Much- different is a cosmic minute from a new york minute in a new york minute depends on how fast you're going oh touche mm. mm. 
Touche. And if you count for the expansion of the universe, we're all constantly moving. Well, so like that's what I was actually just thinking about with a strong, like I feel like there are far more wild cards in astronomy than in meteorology as far as like, yeah. Yeah. So like the way I understand, uh, astronomy well this could actually be like and like talking about the universe i guess this would be more like physics and universal expansion and stuff like there comes a point that in order for our math to make work like like dark matter is a remainder of an equation and like in order to make the stuff that we know make sense we had to be like oh but there's this stuff that's left over so let's call it dark matter and just say that and just say that it's there so our math makes sense. And like, I don't know if there's as much of that in meteorology. I have no idea. I don't think so. I just think our models need to, aren't as accurate. I mean, they get more accurate every year. But right. I don't think they're just making up math. Again, it's like it's observational versus theoretical. There's a lot yeah. of things that we have to, you know, you can measure things and you can uh, on on an astronomical scale as well as a meteorological scale. But there's far more data in a meteorological sense just based on this, the scope of what we're observing, right? Like the weather of our planet. Right. Or which is maybe, not a small thing, but well, maybe there's not. It's not a matter of data, but it's a matter of what we are attuned and what we have discovered to pay attention to, right? Like, so there could be just as much data in the universe and is the cosmos. We just haven't been able to like access it yet, versus yeah. the amount of data that we can get from our planet and its yeah. weather systems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You um, know that uh, dogs. So humans are are one of several mammals on the planet that have developed the uh, the ability to smell rain, hmm. like and that that's an evolutionary uh, adaptation that we have. Like dogs can't smell that. Like how um, do you know? Because it's been proven. Like did that. You ask your dog. Yes, okay. I did. I did. I asked myself. I do my own research, Jeff. No, um, and, but but that it is an evolutionary advantage for you know uh, hominids to to be able to know when rain is coming for several reasons because it means they can capitalize on uh, long distance tracking and wearing out of uh, like prey because that was that was really the only what we came up with was just like well we'll just run till the other guy's tired we'll just keep running. And, and that's how you would like, you would exhaust prey. Like that was the hunting method of choice for early hominids. But uh, yeah, we could sweat. Yeah. Because we can sweat and we can cool ourselves. And, but, uh, but also like for, yeah, for shelter, for, for a relatively unprotected from the elements as we are, uh, you know, we don't have thick, heavy fur, like a, like many other mammals, to protect us from the elements. So we would have to seek shelter. So knowing when uh, rain was coming in, when no, being able to predict the weather has been an important thing for the development of humanity. 
in general. So I would also argue that hmm. that is important. Uh, yeah, no, I, Maybe, I certainly perhaps did. not as important as like navigating by the stars, but that was, that was again, certainly something that uh, we, we did much, much later than le- developing how to predict at least the weather a little bit. Knowing when rain was coming proximately. I don't or, know. No, I, it's, yeah. Or even just like harnessing the wind, right. And knowing that there are currents of which that we can like, strap animal skins or canvas to sticks and like, Hey, this wind can carry us. I don't need to use my legs. I don't need to it's swim. God's breath or God's okay. Breath. Well, we can use God's breath to mm-hmm. traverse the globe. Going to make this boat. Figure things out. Get across that water. <laughs> I'm um, not going to swim there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Why do we have to choose Jay? That's what I want to know, man. What's up with that? I like both. What up with that? What up with that? I think, again, I think just on a grand scale and and the number of unanswered questions that I personally have, I think I would choose astronomy as the more fascinating. Mm -hmm. Certainly. Mm -hmm. Yes. Was it it what's better or what's more fascinating? Fascinating. Yeah. What interests Uh, you more, I think? I think I would go with astronomy. Like just the idea like yeah, of stars. Yeah. Well, I mean, we are lucky in many ways, but in one of those ways is like where we do, where we have chosen to live and like the access we do have to stars, like mm-hmm. let alone Jeff, like your spot down at Crestone. Yeah. Um, that's like a whole different level. Yes, but so to like, a whole other level. To actually be able to. You know, there's a lot of folks that don't get to see a lot of stars, right? Like living in yep. cities, living in places with lots of light pollution and, and for lots of reasons. Um, but that's one thing that we do. Yeah. <laughs> we have we have a firsthand uh, exposure to uh, astronomy and to meteorology. Yeah. I will say, uh, you know, the, the weather can certainly um, hinder your ability to see the stars. So maybe that's Truly. a leg up. That's a mark in the meteorology column because they can just fuck up your oh we're gonna watch the perseid meteor shower oh fuck it's cloudy mm-hmm. yeah. okay yeah you know so i guess again proximity yeah it, it matter yeah more directly affects our ability to do one or the other i don't think the position of pluto affects the rainstorm coming in uh, no, but it could. Does it though? Man, you know, every time. Leo's fucking with me right now, apparently. Man, you. Ha- I was going to say, like, astrological weather uh, is something else entirely. Luckily, Jay did not. Luckily, we established that at the beginning, uh, which of the astrologies, uh, which of the astrologies Jay was talking about. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, Static on the radio. When you hear static, I'm pretty sure that's Jupiter interfering with shit. Not that many people like tune into radios, but like, I don't know. That blew my mind. It's like, Interesting. That shit's a far way away, but it's a Jupiter has been bright as fuck lately. I mean, Is okay. Jupiter fucking with me too? They are all fucking with you, man. I'm going to go up there and punch him in the face. You know, punch Jupiter with a hurricane. Ooh. Now Ooh. I'm mixing my two loves. God damn. Astronomy. Fight astronomy with meteorology. <laughs> there you go. Tornado punch to Jupiter. Tornado punch. 
Hurricane Blast. There you they're go. Like, they're like Pokemon. Your planets are like fighting with weather. I don't know. Okay, sure. I don't know who I take. The gravitational well alone would be insurmountable. <laughs> Difficult to say the least. Ooh. You ever seen those like physics generators that are like that are like what a car would do on Pluto and like it like Ooh. drops a little bit, it like changes the the gravity, like you can affect the gravity, and then it's like on Jupiter, basically the car just like squishes, imp- crushes on itself. It's What's like, the <laughs> gravity difference? Oh, here in Jupiter, something on the effect of like I don't know that it's like thirteen G's, like thirteen okay. times. It's it's like a human would not be able to survive. Yeah. We would be crushed instantly. Interesting. Okay, I've never. I, it's pretty extreme. I don't know if it's thirteen times, but it's. I mean, it might be extreme. eight. Might be eight yeah. times. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> now I got to look it up. Fair, fair. Well, that's cool. I mean, luckily again, we breaking we the rules. We were smart in the naming of the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, the most it's, ignorant. It's, oh, it's two point four times that of Earth. That's not it's, squishing a car, Ben. That's I don't think it's going to squish a car. But hold on, maybe well, it was Neptune. Maybe it was Neptune. Who knows? You would sink down and be crushed by the immense pressure of the atmosphere. That's what you would, because the atmosphere would crush you. That's what it would mm-hmm. be. Oh. It wouldn't be the gravity. It would be just the, the the air is literally that much heavier. Oh. So if you weighed. Yeah, if you weigh 100 pounds on Earth, you'd basically weigh 240 pounds on the on the on Jupiter. Word. Anyway, I'll try cool. to send you that video about with the cars and the. Yeah, just link it. Send me it, and I'll put it in the description. I for will. The show when we put this one out, I will. You can see the store, the stuff being crushed. Yeah. Bye. It's pretty funny. It's like, and then they're like bouncing a ball, and it's just like it just goes. <laughs> you know, it's like. <laughs> you like let it go it just like falls to the ground cool. pretty funny like that giant magnet ring they did in Lord of the Rings Ooh. Uh, I don't know speaking of Lord of the Rings uh, Rings of Power anybody just me I uh, I, watch, I watched the, I think I'm on the fourth episode or something mm. and I'm, I'm current on Andor which I have enjoyed because I realized it's like some of the first Star Wars television that's been made for adults. Like, there isn't a child that features prominently in the story yet. Um, and so maybe that's why... That's what they're missing. They need that Star oh, Wars magic. Fuck up, dude. We need, we need a 10-year-old kid running around. Jesus. And then who constantly causes zany antics that have no. to get rescued from. <laughs> But I was like watching the most recent one, and like I was like, it, "That's what occurred to me." I was like, "This is definitely not for kids." Star Wars adventures and babysitting. Super bored, and people are dying, and like it's yeah. Well, that's what I liked about Rogue One was because it was a true tragedy. Everybody dies at the end. Yeah, like, everybody dies. Yeah, everybody who we just spent the last two hours like learning to love, I know, mm-hmm. and hate dies. Revolution. Takes a toll, Ben. Yeah, man. Costs a lot. Yeah. This is a rebellion, isn't it? Let's rebel. Got cut from the final cut of that movie, which shame. Trailer only line, but 
Very rebellious rebels. Rebellious. Very, (laughs) very rebellious rebels. (laughs) Oh, good stuff. Well, that's going to do it for us here. Uh, So astronomy, astrology, meteorology, meteorology, meteoronomy. Because it's astronomy and astrology, but it's meteorology. Metallurgy. And not meteoronomy. Metallurgy. Oh, and metallurgy. Metallurgy. I'm good with that. I say look to the stars. Look to the stars if the clouds aren't in your way. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. And if then bring a raincoat. Yeah. There you go. Aim, shoot for the stars. No, shoot for the moon. If you miss, you'll still end up among the stars, which is not accurate. A long way away from the moon. Okay. Yes. We're like, well, we totally went the wrong way, and the stars are much further away than the moon, but okay. (laughs) So, shit. Mm hmm. Just go to the sun. Also, further away than the than the moon. But yes, the moon's still pretty far away, though. That's what's crazy. Like mm-hmm. you could fit all of the planets. I think I think this is correct. You can fit all of the planets, like in the space between Earth and the moon. Like I've heard that. Yes, including Pluto. You're still a Pluto. You're still a planet. Pluto. Oh, you're a, so you're all the planetoid. planets. Yeah, and yeah, and Pluto and an asteroid. There you go. It's a it's a it's a planetoid. Thank it's something they much. made up to appease Pluto. They just made it feel better. Is You're a like planetoid. Yeah, exactly. You're a planetoid. Well, hey, thanks for downloading and listening, planetoid ears. Yeah. Uh, here yeah. at Too Ignorant and Informed, we've been your host, Mr. Jeff Watson. Bye bye. Uh, there he is, and Mr. Max Sarakis and Sarak. Are we a podcastoid? Cast, we're castoid? a podcastoid. Yeah, we're a castoid. Okay, podoid. I don't know. It sounds Pod- weird. I like castoid and, better. Yes, and I am Ben Hollywood Whitmore. This has been your show, where we take your topics and turn them into our podcast. Thanks for listening. If you want a topic to send it to us, because you want to hear us talk about it, we're going to give you a T-shirt or maybe even sing you if we choose a few of your topics. Uh, you know, send us an email to ignorant and uninformed at gmail.com send us your topics questions make the best topics you can also go to our website ignorantuninformed.com click the submit a topic button right there and then uh it'll fill out the little web form and it'll get us your topic that way you can twank us on the twitter at ig and un um and that's really about the only ways that we still check there are other things you can do but we're not going to bother with that hey thanks so much we'll be back next week with a brand new episode so peace off